Uh, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Alters and Oyot Reloaded. Hello, hello and welcome. We're back from a little unplanned sabbatical. Yes, unplanned as they do happen. And look, no one's paying us yet, so we can do what we want. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, except except go outside. Yeah, except that. There's uh, that fog out there that turns people inside out. So you've got to stay inside. <laughs> Boom! Simpsons reference yeah. in the first thirty seconds. Boom! Done. I was trying to. I was trying to think of the song they're singing when they're dancing. <laughs> ah, we don't need to think about that. I, I can't. I can, I can see the movements in my head, and I can see Bart being dragged away by the dog. But, but <laughs> and, that's it. <laughs> and groundskeeper Willie's there for some reason. <laughs> anyway, uh, how have you been these last two weeks? Busy, hectic. Uh, trying to get settled Update for anyone out there My van's in the shop Getting some upgrades done on that one so, Getting some NOS put in Yep All the, all the NOS um, And so that's I'm going to be grounded for a month While that's getting done In a lovely uh, Brunswick city suburb <laughs> Suburb, yeah Which mechanic are you going to? So we had an accident and one of the windows got smashed. Is those <laughs> damn kids again? Uh, yeah, we'll just say it was the damn kids. And that's getting fixed up through insurance. So that's getting fixed up right now. But when that's done, we're actually getting like it properly. We found a guy that does like do-it-yourself kits. But if we give him a little bit extra cash, he's going to fit it out with – he'll do it for us. And he's going to fit it out with like a shower uh, cooking stuff and everything, all the electricity down with licensed electricians and so when you when you say uh, solar panels, when you say give him a little extra cash, you know, a little sum of something, is that on the side so you can't like give him a shout out for tax reasons or can you give him a shout out? Oh no, it's I can give him a shout out. I'll find a when when the job is done. <laughs> when the job is I done, we'll link him and put some photos up on the, the Twitter. He's on Facebook, and we all know my feelings about Facebook. But I'll shoot some links out to him. No, and it's not extra cash on the side. It's just like he'll do the extra work for more money. Ah, so it's so not he, a little something-something under the table. It's legitimate something-something. No, no. He has like three like options. One's like he just sends you the kit and you do it yourself, or one is he does the kit for you, and then there's an extra one where it's like he gets all the other extra stuff sorted as well. So we're just like, you know what? Just do all, all the jobs and here's all the money. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Better than the van, the van spontaneously combusting on the road one day. Yeah, pretty much. And I think that the real killer was like, when we just sort of winged it, didn't know what we were doing. And the condensation is just a killer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Got that nice mold growing. Yeah, we and we didn't want that, and we don't want mold. And we kind of want like he's gonna we're gonna get a little fan cut in the roof as well, so it's like can cool down the dogs and like stuff. An exhaust fan that also acts as an, a fan fan. Uh, I think it's just like a. I think so. I think you have a switch and it goes. Yeah, yes. that sounds like a fan. I mean, yeah, flick a switch like, and it starts to spin. Yeah, yeah, Checks shower out. fan. I don't know if. It's an, is that an exhaust fan? Is that 
You mean like one of the ones on the roof of a shower or the wall of a, like the roof of a bath, sorry, the ceiling of a bathroom or the wall of a bathroom? Yeah, I, like like that, but I think it's for vans, not for... Yeah, yeah that's an exhaust showers. fan. It's taking okay. um, air out and spewing it out. Ah, very good. Excellent. So that's my updates. What about yourself? Oh, not much, not much. Uh, just had a bit of work, uh, some gardening and landscaping work cancelled this week because of lockdown, so that was a bit of a bummer. Is um, that through the school or is that? No, no, that's one's for a friend and the other one is for someone else who I did the course with who started a little business and needs people every now and then, so I've become his go-to guy. Nice. So, yeah, didn't get to do that, so I've just been sort of well, chilling at home, good. writing a book, trying to keep myself busy. Very cool. What sort of book are you writing? I'd probably describe it as a bit of a horror with self-help messages, and that's as much as I'll I'll say about Ooh, it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. This book will scare the shit out of you, but it may help you. This book will scare <laughs> the shit out of you and change your life in doing so. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, the, the go-to is Stephen King for that kind of... Stephen King, my boy. Uh, genre, I guess. Like you'd um, you put I'm him up there as one of the the horror greats or legends. Or I'm looking at him at about 15 of his books on my shelf at the moment, and there's a bunch more behind the couch that I couldn't fit up there. He's he's a machine. Uh, I was reading somewhere. I'm not sure if he's still doing it, but I was getting like uh, I was reading a book of called How to Be a Writer, and it, it I think it it just asked different writers their technique. So one, um, for example, was like, I think it's the 8th of January or a particular month, no matter what she's doing, she just has to write on that. She just has to start on that day. And I heard Stephen King, he writes 10,000 words a day. Yeah. I remember seeing him on a panel with um, George R.R. R. Martin and he was talking about how he, he writes and how much he aims to get done. And Martin's like, I don't, how, I don't understand how you can do that. And he's just like, I just right i just do it yeah just do it he even wrote uh on writing with thrones oh. book as a piss take to george r. r martin he's like here here's winter winter done i wrote it <laughs> <laughs> how did you know what i was gonna do with the plot it's obvious it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> he's i he's like i have a, i have access to the uh yeah, a echo on second you know you know how he makes those um well he a lot of his I guess it might appear in his. I've seen it more in his movies, but like uh, Doctor Strange, how they enter that other realm in their mind, sort of thing. Who, wait, you're talking Doctor about Doctor Strange, Doctor Sleep? I haven't actually seen or read Doctor oh, Sleep. Okay. Um, the other one where that theme comes up is is it the Dreamcatcher? Yeah, Dreamcatcher, and the it's the four kids. Yep, four kids, and, and that, uh, the one alien. has the library in his head. Yep. Yeah, like. That sort of theme. He's just, you know, leaping around in other people's minds. <laughs> and he's just gone to George R. R. Martin's. All right, what do we got here? What do we got here? <laughs> I have an approximate knowledge of all stories. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say about Stephen King is with the power of books, he, because he, he has a few uh, pseudonyms or when you have a different identity. Yeah, a pseudonym uh, like Richard yeah. Bachman. Yeah, and there was another one, Michael someone, I think. 
don't know that one. I don't, he he had a certain pseudonym and he was going for like extra dark, but he didn't because it was extra dark. He didn't want it to have that Stephen King flavor. So that's like it must have been pretty dark then if, if he didn't want it to be associated with his own name. It might have been called Rage or something. But he took it. He stopped publication of it because it kept it got found in a couple of um, school yeah. shooters' lockers. Yeah. So Rage was a short story he did ages and ages ago um, that they took out of syndication after, like you said, they found it in a school shooters' locker. It's a story about a a boy who takes his um, class hostage and sort of starts to break down the psychological norms between them while negotiating with police outside. It's interesting. It's an interesting read. I've got it somewhere. I heard it was like after the third shooter's locker that had been found in, they were just like, all right, that's enough. That's enough of this. Yeah. We have gone well away. I guess it's because we've had that break. Yeah, we've got a lot of, a lot of catching up to do. We've deviated far. But that's exciting. I'm going to, I don't want, is there a way I can encourage you without putting pressure on you? No, in fact, you've already taken it too far. It's, it's, it's over. I'm done. I'm out. I'm burning the manuscript, which is actually on my computer. So you just cost me a computer. Well done. Sorry. Oh no, it's on Google Drive. I'm going to have to burn down the entire internet. You've ruined everyone's internet. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure the Liberal government have already done that. Damn, that was a smooth segue because that is our topic for this week, the NBN. <laughs> Damn, that is smooth. going to fumble that one there. I'm like, oh, my God, he's lining it up. He's lining it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what sort of got us thinking about this topic is there was a, a story recently in which Telstra had to refund 50,000 of their customers uh, $25 million um, because a lot of their plans were up to 70% slower than they were advertising or promising their customers. And they didn't advise them that because they were slower, they could cancel it or that they could change plans to something else faster. That's cool. Do you, so each customer gets that, like, how much did you say? 25 million? Uh, across 50,000 customers. I imagine it would be based on how long someone's been on a plan, uh, how much the plan costs, what percentage slower it was than things like that it's and it's probably there's probably people that have no idea either they just you know pay the bill and yeah absolutely they might they're going to get an email at some point in the future and say hey you're entitled to this refund sweet i hope i'm one of those people that would be sweet yeah um i don't know what sort of time period it's over so most people should probably have a look at that and see if you've been with telstra at any point have a look at it and see if you might be entitled to it because twenty five million bucks—that's a lot of wing wangs. Yeah, that's I a lot of hot dogs. What happens to that money? Do they just tell you, "All right, we have to make a fund, put that money in a fund, and then everyone just puts in their claims"? And then what happens with the leftover for people that don't claim? I'm not exactly sure how it all works, but I would imagine it's not necessarily a fund. It's them reaching out to each individual customer on that list and saying, "Look, this is." So your service was only half as fast as it should have been and you had that service for six months. So you're entitled to a 50% refund over that period or something like that. I don't know. There'd be a way you work through it. You wouldn't just yeah. put it in a bucket and, you know, here, piggies, hey, here, piggies, sweep, <laughs> sweep. Why not? I mean, <laughs> I think that would be a better way, but that's just not how things work. 
Look, we're, I'm going to the top of this skyscraper. Anyone wants their refund, they can have it. I'm just going to chuck it over the edge. <laughs> so this isn't the first instance of um, issues with internet or slow NBN or anything that I've come across. Um, another one I found was Optus emailed um, 138,000 of their mobile phone customers and said their broadband would be soon. So this is... um their customers, I believe, who just had mobile plans with them, not internet. So they emailed them and said their broadband would soon be disconnected because they needed to switch to NBN in 2018, which wasn't the case. They they didn't they didn't need to swap right away. They had time. Uh, they didn't need to do it directly through Optus there and then. Um, so they were fined $6.4 million for that one. Uh, and that's not the first time they've been fined. They got fined... Uh, $1.4 million between 2015 and 17 for similar stuff. Where do these fines go as well? Just what, straight into internal revenue? Don't know. I don't know if it would go to the um, ACCC. Uh, I don't know if it would go to the relevant ombudsman to fund their costs. Uh, I don't know if it would go to a, a fund for people to get refunds from. I'm not sure. Do you reckon they factor that in as well? All right, if we do this program and you know we get x amount of customers it'll cost us this amount of money if we get caught this will be the fine so over this amount of time if we get that amount amount of customers plus the fine it should be fine if we get caught and if we don't get caught we're even richer i think there's there's a lot of examples of um i think automotive companies doing that all right if we do a recall this is how much it's going to cost and this is what our expected legal fees or settlement would be for that as well and they'll go for whichever one's cheaper so if a recall is going to be really expensive they'll just leave it out there and they'll just deal with any legal fees that might come their way usually from people being injured or killed in car crashes that could have been prevented which is pretty sad yeah because there was a big case in with like that with in ford america wasn't it there was like a valve that cost like i don't know 12 cents per car to fix I, this is just me from pulling this from my memory, so it's going to be pulling very, it from the library in your mind. Yeah, very vague, but that's the idea. It costs twelve cents to fix, and they were just like, "All right, the recall is going to like we've already got so many cars out there, or something." The recall to fix that, it's yeah, like you said, it's just what it's will save us more money if we just leave the cars out there, and whoever you know, one in seven or one in twelve or whatever it was that's in the accident if they sue us that'll be cheaper yeah, it's real real uh what's it called real rocky four vibes if he dies he dies <laughs> i don't think i've seen rocky four it's the one with the the russian ivan drago uh dolph lundgren plays him okay and carl weather well Actually, no, I don't need to do a spoilers warning. That's an old movie. <laughs> uh, he, he, kill, he kills Carl Weathers, um, a.k.a. Apollo Creed, at the start of the movie, and then Rocky has to go to Russia to train and, and beat him. Right. Okay. So was that released before we were born? Probably. I mean, <laughs> let's have a look. Rocky Four. 1985, yep. Well before we were born. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's a rule. If it's before you're born, you had your chance. The spoiler's too bad. Because one listener out there like, oh, I just started my Rocky Marathon. 
That's a sad marathon. <laughs> I have so many highs and lows. <laughs> Not like the, uh, what's called the Zippy and Snippy marathon that we've been doing at the moment. How's that going? Still going? We got number eight lined up tonight. And that I means mean, we just got to see the new one at the movies. Nice. If you can. Ah, they'll keep it at the movies for a while. And then, um, I was going to say that that's, uh, the family memes going around a bit, isn't it? Seen that one? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> family. <laughs> he's, such right. a, he's such a cheesy <laughs> character. Anyway. Oh, also my partner and I, we're convinced that The Rock gets to do all his own, write all his own dialogue for those movies. <laughs> Because he just has the most fun with it. He's got the best lines. <laughs> Fair enough. I haven't seen them in a long time. I think I stopped at Tokyo Drift. That's only like the third one. Third one. I, know. I know. So you don't have any concept of their the crazy timeline? Because Tokyo Drift actually happens. The events of Tokyo Drift take place, um, uh, what's it called? Just before Fast and the Furious 7. Right. So, so the, the timeline's time all just... over the place. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> all right. Let's get back on track. The National Broadband Network. Talk me through it. What do you got? What are your thoughts it's on just... the National Broadband Network? What a complete, like, I, it really just feels like the Liberal government just went, uh, this wasn't our idea. Let's trash it. Well, how about we talk about where we are in terms of internet at the moment, and then we talk about how we got there just yeah, from the articles that we've looked at. A long history. I mean, it's the initial proposal was put through by the Labor Party in 2006, 2007 federal election. So that gives you like an idea of how long ago this, or how long the discussion around getting, you know, uh, national broadband network up to scratch has been in the play field yeah absolutely and i did see in your which i was very happy with your little notes that you did have the little um speed test the global speed test which is a cool little site where you can check our global ranking it's like the olympic medal tally but for internet yeah so in December last year, the coalition announced that the NBN was finished. They said it's finished, it's fully operational. So that's despite there still being 35,000 homes that aren't connected, 250,000 homes that are connected, but aren't able to get over 25 megabits per second. And I think that's like a universally recognized speed of anything below that is garbage. Like you can't do squat. So <laughs> um, and also, the majority... I was just going to... Yeah. Sorry. Um, right. They had to say that that... It's been completed under the National Broadband Network Companies Act. I don't know if you knew that. When you say they had to say that, as in they they had to say by a certain date it was finished? Yeah. Or... In, the, in the National Broadband Network Companies Act of 2011, the MBN needs to be declared completed prior to December 31st, 2020. Or I did an not know that. Yeah, or an extension must be made. So they had to make some sort of formal announcement and they chose yeah. the less embarrassing one. That's so, very good information. Well, good research, they, buddy. I, I did some research this time. Yeah, good work, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> oh. I like to think everyone is clapping and cheering now. Woo, 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 woo. 
So this yeah, they, like they, a, this is like the end of Airbud, where what's it called? The dog's <laughs> not taking the final shot. It's the kid who has now learnt to believe in himself. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah, that's another one you could do a, a marathon for. There's too many Airbuds. <laughs> I think there's the the one with the puppies. That's like its own franchise in and of itself. It's no, nah, that's oh, too much. You know what? I just got Beethoven. Remember Beethoven? I remember Beethoven. Beethoven was oh, mad. Classic. Classic Beethoven. Sorry, I'm just getting all nostalgic now. That just you, another dimension has been opened. I might have to watch those with my partner. I'm sure she loves them. She's dog mad. So, yeah, you guys have got. She's got two of them, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. she loves dogs. Oh, yeah, she does. But anyway, uh, Saint Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> Saint Bernards are the capybaras of the dog world. Okay. Yeah. Ignore Cujo. All Saint Bernards are just these uh, <laughs> Buddhas of the dog world. Just. Beings of pure tranquility. The, are they the, the the ones they would use with the alcohol around the neck? Yeah. Is that the same breed? That's a, that's them. Yeah. Nice. All right. So. So of these homes that are below speed, the majority of these ones, they're using a fiber to node connection. So that's the, the Frankenstein connection um, that everyone often maligns. It's the new... NBN connections connecting to old copper wiring at the yeah. at the at the site. So that's a whole issue in and of itself that we'll talk about a little later, I suppose, when we're outlining the difference between Labor's and Liberals' plans. So after seven years of so the coalition announced this in 2013, what their NBN would look like. So they've had seven years to build on already existing infrastructure, and it's not really complete. There's a quarter of a million homes getting, you know, average internet speeds lower than economic powerhouses like Indonesia, who've got 26.11 megabits <laughs> per second. Nepal's got 26.1. Bolivia's got 25.67. And Nicaragua has got 25.31. So they're saying that's done, that a quarter of a million <laughs> homes have got internet speeds slower than third world countries or undeveloped countries. I was just thinking when I was in Thailand, the internet was way better over there. And I'm just looking at that list now. They're ranked seventh. Overall? Yeah. Yeah. What are they? What, what are their numbers? What are they churning out? Uh, 214.47. See, that's mad. <laughs> that's a solid effort because as of May, 2021, our average download speed was only 79.98. So for the entire country, it was 79.98 megabits per second. So that ranks outside the top 50. It ranks us at 56 or 57, I believe, and under the global average of 105.15 megabits per second. So the numbers I'm looking at are for May, so the stuff on the speed test you're looking at at the moment, I think is for June, so it's a month ahead. And our so our upload speed, the up global average I got here is fifty seven point Yeah. So in May the average was fifty five point nine five megabits per second and ours was twenty five point two three. And our latency, so latency is the time it takes to transfer from one source to another. So it's another factor of how quick your internet functions. So the global average was nineteen uh, milliseconds and ours is twenty one. So we're down on all fronts. Okay. Which we already knew. Yeah. And th this is after the announcement in 2013 where uh, the Liberals released documents saying, our goal is for every household and business to have access to broadband 
with a download data rate of between 25 and 100 megabits per second by late 2016. We will resolve the greatest failure of current broadband policies. The up to 2 million households and businesses across Australia that cannot get basic fixed broadband after more than five years of Labor government. So they were giving Labor a hard time of not getting that sorted after five years and they have not been able to do it after almost eight years. There you go. And uh, don't, I'm, I'm just trying to think, have they just done that to appease Murdoch? I think I've said that before on this pod that it's absolutely to appease Murdoch. He doesn't want people having, well, didn't want people having easy access to streaming services like Netflix, Amazon, uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Stan, yeah. all that sort of stuff. He didn't want people having access to that because he has a huge stake in, he gets so much money from pay TV in Australia. It's just crap. Absolutely crap. Hopefully with everything that's going on, and just like you said last time, I hope you, they do like just scorch earth. Yeah. I, I would love for Labor to get in and look at their next four years as in, okay, this is the last four years we're ever going to be in office. This is our last four years to make major changes and improve Australia. Let's go for it. Even if that so. means, you know, sending out um, South American style 1980 death squads to do their bidding and get stuff done. <laughs> right, go hard or go home. Um, Eat the rich. Just also like the, like, I'm seeing posts that it says like, what's his name? ScoMo is still prefer, pref, preferred prime minister. That can't be right, can it? Well, where's who's doing those polls is probably the question I'd ask. Yeah, true. And I suppose also you don't what's good, you don't really know how much you can trust polls and stuff like that. I mean, we saw just, with the yeah. election over in the States that Trump was meant to get blown out of the water and then it ended up being so close. Like polls don't mean as much as they used to, or they haven't adjusted for the times or I don't know. And you can just lie on a poll anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not until it's done it's until it's done. But, I mean, ugh, it's just get them out of here. Get them out. <laughs> pretty much. All right. So we've established that Australia has pretty shit internet with this. Yeah, so we pointed out some of those really shitty ones um, before. Um, Here's some I mean, of the other ones that are beating us. So Serbia has faster internet <laughs> speeds than us. I mean, even today you had troubles. Was that internet related? That was kind of like in, mobile internet related. Yeah. Um, not so much NBN related though, I think. It was like settings from my provider just changed all of a sudden and I had to spend ages okay. talking to them fixing that. Yeah, so basically we're, the internet's that shit that we're both hotspotting this. Yeah, Malaysia and Brazil uh, have got way better internet than us. I just don't want to call out any of these countries as like loser countries, like straight away. <laughs> Barbados. But well, what's your problem with Barbados, man? Nothing. I was just saying it's you got, got a problem better, with Barbados, dog. It's got better internet than us. Russia's got better internet than us. Bulgaria. Tell you, he's got good internet. Monaco. Monaco. Yeah. Monaco's killing it. <laughs> and Romania, for some reason. <laughs> what's happening in Monaco? I don't know, but whatever is happening, they're doing it fast without any sort of lag time. You know what's happening in Monaco. They're winning like Fortnite and Cod World Championships over there because they've got the best internet, <laughs> no delay. This is some bullshit. Yeah, so that's the state of our internet at the moment. 
What are we gonna? How how do we fix it? If Labor gets back in, are they just gonna go back to their original plan and do? Because it's like starting again, isn't it? You know what, man? That's an excellent question. How are we gonna fix it? I didn't even consider looking at that. I was already I was in mope mode. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I haven't looked at anyone's policy or actually no, I haven't looked at Labor's policy for the NBN if they were to get elected again. Because they wanted isn't. originally it was meant to be fibre to the node, wasn't it? Yeah, so what it, this is, I think it was back in 2007 when Kevin Rudd was um, in. They were looking at it, doing it then. And oh, let me just. So, what it was back then, what Labor were proposing is um, fiber to the, I think it's called fiber to the port or whatever, where it's essentially you're just using your existing um, infrastructure, copper uh, wiring, stuff like that, and you're just joining up to that. Mm-hmm. But then as things develop, they decided, well, no, that's not the best option we can do. We can do fiber to the node where they're actually installing, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, fiber optic fiber cables optics. and yep. connecting all that stuff and not using existing infrastructure. It's all new. And then the liberals have come along and decided, no, 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 fiber to the um, to the port. Well, the point is is fine. We can just use that. It's It's cheaper. And if you look at the costing of it, it's not that much cheaper. Like it's, it's. I don't actually think it was cheaper. I think they were pretty much the same price or the Liberals one ran over budget. I'd need to look at that to be sure. So the option was pay a little bit more for really, really good internet or pay a little bit less for internet that's shit. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. Like, oh, actually, no. The way they were probably both presenting them is they were they were both saying, "Look, so essentially, the options that were presented to us in the end, once all the costing was actually done and all the spin was taken off it, you can pay a lot of money for really good internet, or you can pay a lot of money for really shit internet." What and we want? and we chose pay a lot of money for really shit internet. Well done, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I'm also thinking though, like all that copper. Couldn't that just be recycled as well? So it's like a win-win. You, you you take all that out, and then you you replace it with fiber optic cables. Yes? No? Is it? I, I don't. I mean, know. I I wasn't involved in the design process, but I mean, it's certainly something that could be considered. I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, if if it is the way you describe it, you've just got it, you've got to take it out so you can put something else back in. Yeah, don't just throw it away. <laughs> uh, okay, look, I'm just looking at um. A document here in the Australian Parliament House website. What date was this one? With uh, some rough costing. Um, yeah, so Labor's proposed rollout of NBN was between 49 and $57 billion in total funding, and the Liberals was 46 to $56 billion. So that was the proposed cost. So same price, but one of them was going to use a shitter option in the the fiber to premises not fiber to node very good well it's no not very, no, not good, very good you weren't listening i was listening that's bad was, it's bad shit i don't know how else to say it. shit like it's just like ah oh, it's, it's, it's so annoying it's like i don't know how they've stayed in for so long well i do because of all you know the Murdoch hit pieces from the Herald Sun and all the other fucking 
I don't know, man. I don't I, know. I, I the, don't the winds know. of change are in the air, man. Yeah, like, I can feel that. I, 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 feeling it, discontent, man. I can feel that. I think everyone's feeling discontent and shitty and just like 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 those price things that you've given like here's some quotes from does your does your van guy also do national broadband networks no, no. tell him he's dreaming mate you can do that for looking... 22 billion easy easy you chuck me an extra billion i'll install it myself but i'm talking about like some of the criticisms criticisms that have come from like malcolm turnbull on this it's like in regards to the hang on sorry Bearing in mind that Malcolm Turnbull got fibre to node connected to his property uh, at, at Kirribilli House and next door to that didn't have that. It had uh, the FTTP. Does this is like ScoMo getting the bloody vaccine? Yeah, the, the Pfizer vaccine. The Pfizer, not the Astra. <laughs> they really do not care about us. I don't know if it's they don't care about us or they just care about themselves more. Like all this stuff, they know all this stuff. They're not just idiots making bad decisions. They know all this stuff. They're just weighing up what they can get away with, what they can spin, how to set themselves up to stay in office longer and please the their, their, their donors and their supporters. Yes. So I suppose you're right. That is that is a form of not caring about us. Uh, I was just like, there's this satellite... Because I don't know if did you cover much on long term satellite service as well. No, we've covered about pretty much everything I research. What's long time long term satellite service? I'm just trying to work out where it come up, but there's like, I think they were trying to activate that for like rural and regional areas, and it's like, so Malcolm Turner was the opposition in 2012. And he addressed significant attacks on the MBN and these focused on the estimated cost and timeline for the implementation and the build cost with specific tax on the expense of the long-term satellite service. I might be getting it wrong, but... In English, duck. It's, it's like, don't buy yourself a Camry, a Falcon. Buy yourself a Rolls-Royce, a Bentley, opposition communications spokesman Malcolm Turnbull told reporters in Canberra today. And I'm just trying to see what the relevance is, that is to the MBN because it's in like the history of the network. And I, I'm just trying to work out, are they trying to justify their, the way that they've done it saying it's not affordable? I'm not sure what you're getting at. Just the, that analogy that is used, don't buy yourself a Camry or a Falcon, buy yourself a Rolls Royce. I don't think it applies to. I think, I think he's saying there that don't do the labor option because that's, that's a crap option for the same thing. We'll give you a, a better option. Possibly. Possibly. I'm just trying to reread it and work out what it is, but I'm just getting more confused. Here I am <laughs> thinking I've done research, but. <laughs> <sighs> it just that little bit of research was just to raise our hopes and then dash then them nothing. so expertly. Just cut us off at the knees. You just left us. Waggling our stumps, like why? Why have you done this? I don't. I don't know why that's in there. I think I'm. I've just pulled, plucked something out of nowhere. That seemed interesting to me, but tell you what would have been handy uh, now with everyone working from home and not being in offices, dealing with all their fancy equipment. 
Good internet. An FTTN national broadband network. <laughs> a fiber to the node network, not a fiber to the premises network. Do you know what the internet's like in Tasmania? What's Tasmania? I mean, I don't even know what Tasmania <laughs> is. Why would I know what the internet's like? No, what's it, what's it like in Tasmania? Do you know? I don't know. I was just thinking about it because they popped up as well in my, in my research. And I'm like, I wonder if theirs is any good. Australian internet speeds by state. Let's have a look at the average NBN speeds back in 2019 in Australia's capital cities. All right. Please be presented in a nice... Oh, geez. What? No, this is, no, this is two years old. I can't possibly think that that's correct. No, that's not right. No, not even going to do that. Although it was saying that Hobart had the fastest speeds. But let's, let's look for something more recent than 2019. All right, let's see if NBN Co's got any insight on that one. So you know what NBN I would like to know? Co. You know the yeah, Starlink? What the hell is the Starlink? I want Elon Musk's little satellite projects. Of course it is. Okay. Can we access the Starlink? It's all these satellites all around the world that are meant to give fast internet all around the world. Mad. Yeah. So he's like launched these satellites into space. It's really cool when I've seen them um, in space there. When they first get launched, they're launched in like a little, a series of satellites really close together. And then as they orbit, they start to space out. But it looks like a, a, a like a train in the sky of little, little dots. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Are you looking at the picture now? Yeah, I'm looking at a picture now. Yeah, I've seen it in real. It's, it's, it's cool. It's like, what the hell is that? Aliens. Let's have a look. Let's see if what ad, if there's any addresses available in Australia for the Starlink. I'm just doing my old home address. Oh, on a per state basis. Here we go. I think I've got it. <gasps> it's there. Where is it? Is it available at your old house? I don't know. I don't, I'm just having a look. It said order now. Let's see what happens. It looks like it. So it's available in Torquay. I, I have to order it going to cost me $140. I wonder if I can get that and just chuck it in the van. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Oh, hang on. No, 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 no. Hang on. 140 is due today. It's going to cost me a little bit more than that. <laughs> it's 140 per month. The hardware costs $709 and there's $100 shipping and handling. Have some little furry friends come say hello. Dogs? Yeah, dogs. Dags. Dags. Oh, you mean dogs. That's interesting. All right. So apparently, uh, what year was this in? Uh, in September 2020, this report came out and it says that Northern Territory and South Australia get 90.2% of their maximum plan speed on average. So... 90.2% of the time, they're getting their maximum speed on their plan. And then Vic and Tasmania come after that at 89.2% of the time. So there's not big differences between many of the states. I think the lowest okay. one is ACT at 865 So there's not huge differences. Okay. That's okay. Is that right? It's okay? That's okay. That's We're all in the shit then. Yeah, we're all in the shit together. They couldn't, um, they couldn't pork barrel that one very easily. God, could you imagine that if all of Victoria had 
shit internet and everyone else had good internet. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the way the way Dan Andrews has been handling things lately, he would have not allowed that to happen. He would have sorted that out pretty damn quick. Would have got that shit sorted. You know what else I was also thinking about? I feel I just I'm laughing at all the people that are like, dictator down, that's it. I'm leaving Victoria. Got to do South Wales. And look at them now. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're stuck with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> you come up with that one yourself? No, that's not mine. I saw that online. I can't take credit for that one. It's too good. It's too pure to me for me to steal. It's beautiful. Yeah, mum was um saying she was driving to work the other night and there was just the other side of the road heading towards Torquay or like coming out of Melbourne was just lines and lines and lines of cars. There's just so many cars. To avoid the lockdown or go to their holiday houses or whatever. Go go to holiday houses or get out of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Just wild. Because regional Victoria is locked down as well, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the whole state is. We're all we're all locked down. We're all stuffed. Like, I don't know. Which probably pisses off locals. Man, that really pisses me off. I mean, I always got pissed off. I remember like growing up, summer and like, shit. You couldn't get a car park at the the supermarket. That's when they only used to be like one supermarket, and then there was two supermarkets, but they were right next to each other, so the car parking got even worse. Like, or even going to work, you had to park. If you if you had yeah you're right or if you had like the shift in the afternoon and it's like oh fuck where am I gonna park you know yeah that was that was that sucked and morning like, or evening was okay yeah and if you had to and if you decided no I can't park anywhere I could just gotta walk or ride my bike to work it's in like peak summer so it's hot so you get to work all sweaty yes. which didn't mind me because I worked in the freezers I was cool with that <laughs> uh, and pun Unpun unintended? Unintended pun? I don't know. I think my mind That was pun intended. You are correct. It was intended. I didn't even realize. It wasn't intended, no. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Part of the perishables posse. The perishables posse. <laughs> we didn't call ourselves that. In hindsight, we probably should have called ourselves that. But, you know, that's the thing about getting older. You get wiser and, you know, and smarter. Hopefully. Some people just get older. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of like shut yourself down there. Saying, I hope I do. <laughs> I didn't mean me. That ball was completely in. No, that ball was completely in your court. You could have just straight up said, yeah, no, that's what I've found. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Next time I will. Uh, there won't be a next time. I won't tee you up like that again. Um, yes, you will. Well, we haven't really covered, were we? No, we have, like, we started. We're just like, look, the internet's shit. <laughs> and then we explained why the internet is shit and vaguely how we got there. I mean, I was looking yeah. at a, I was looking at a website and I didn't take down the address to look at it later on. Sort of like that outlines the timeline of how the NBN was decided. And it goes from 2007 uh, with Kevin Rudd being elected and them looking at their plan and essentially scrapping the plan that they had because they decided it wasn't any good. And then mm -hmm. the Liberals have come along and seen it lying on the ground like, ooh, that's not a bad idea for some internet. <laughs> so they've just taken the discarded plan and used that. Um, and it, so it goes through election cycles and stuff as well as outlining major milestones in the project. 
I might actually look at my history now and bring it up so we can include that link for people. But it was really interesting. Excellent. I mean, yeah, like you can, I'm going to put the, uh, the few links that I used and the research that I've done for this one. But yeah, I mean, it, also like, I feel like everyone knows the internet shit. Yeah, everyone knows the internet's shit. It's just we're kind of just reminding people why it's, it's shit. the liberal government. <laughs> the liberal government. Did you see he raised a million dollars um, for yes. his defence? And yes. did you also see that they've um, the lawyers have agreed to, or they're going to donate twenty five percent of his fee to um, uh, what's his name the the whistleblower the guy who the- blew the whistle on um, Australian soldiers killing Afghan civilians. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I knew I knew the f- that some of the fees were going towards another case, but I didn't know it was that one. The um, oh, yeah, Afghan whistleblower. What's his name? David McBride. Him. Yes, that's the one. David McBride. What was I going to say? I can't remember. Is it, there has been a lot in the media this past week or so. There's well. been a lot going on. Fair bit. Yeah, so that ha- oh yeah, did you see him on Sky News? Who? Um John Barillaro. Yeah, I saw I saw him. You mean when footage? he blew up at um what's his name? The reporter. Tim Connell, Tom Connell, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my god, I can't believe you would ask me that. And then also I saw that the bloody I mean, this is more it's frustrating, but it's more like it's not I don't know if it's news or not. You you decide. Uh, they've flown in Caitlyn Jenner. Yep, for Celebrity Big Brother. What 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 crap is that? Considering that there are still thousands of Australians who can't get a flight back home, yeah, and are stranded overseas. And I thought, isn't she meant to be running for like, yes, governor of uh, California or senator in California? She's meant to be like running for major political office, and she's coming over to Australia, and to do aren't Big they going Brother. Through, like, bushfires and stuff well she i mean she's not won the office yet i mean that's not my problem <laughs> true and then but why would you come like does she, she's not even that relevant in to australians and i mean I, I don't think there's gonna be many americans watching australian big brother i wouldn't think so but i mean maybe it's relevant because the olympics are on <laughs> Also, what's going to happen for the future of the Olympics? Is the next one in 2024 or does it get pushed back a year as well? I think it would stay the date that it is. Like, uh, I mean, I don't even feel like they should be happening this year. No, they shouldn't be happening this year. They're having like they've, they've already had some of the uh, exhibition games for the basketball called off because people are testing positive. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be going ahead. Yes, it's, it's crazy. Or they should just push the whole cycle back. No Olympics this year. Japan gets it in. Yeah. Four years time. Yeah, that's yeah. A- oh, shout out to what's it called, Liz Cambridge, who will not be playing basketball for Australia at these Olympics, which is a shame. I mean, uh, from all the reports I'm seeing, it's very she's very difficult to work with, and she's having some issues with being worried about being stuck in a bubble in Japan. So she's pulled out. But okay. I've watched a lot of basketball in my time. I have never seen a player dominate a game as completely as uh, Liz Cambridge did in her, I think it was her first Olympics. I can't remember the team. I can't remember what the Australia won, but she was just so completely dominant, scoring, passing, rebounding, just 
a, a woman playing amongst children. So that's a big loss for Australia. Yeah, but, but I mean, from all accounts, she was a pain in the ass. It sounds like. But also, like, sounds like she's also a bit switched on. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, I suppose she. I suppose I mean, we we could look back at this and say, "Damn, Liz Cambridge was right." Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? That lady who's having a an online spat with Andrew Bogut. She was spot on. I could be sitting there with a can of beans in my apartment, just going, "I wish I had that shitty broadband back." Meanwhile, there's mutant aliens doors, firing guns doors outside. Barricaded. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I'm going to try and be optimistic. Look, you've definitely taken. That's a very. That's a very grim view. That one, and there's there's a story behind all that. <laughs> all Look, right. I guess. I mean. If there's multiple, if we live in the multiverse, one of the Jameses has to go through that scenario. The multiverse, the multiverse, always with the multiverse with you. <laughs> Why not? It's like a, a net for you while you're walking your shitty trapeze that is your life. <laughs> but in the multiverse, God. Well, I believe in it. Why not? What? You, it's not Peter Pan. It's not, I believe, therefore it is. Yeah. I feel it. That- it makes sense to me, all right. Oh, it's a feeling. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, oh no, the magic was friendship all along. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. Yeah, just deal with it, all right? Just let me believe in the multiverse. No. Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> Sounds like how it works. I mean, I think Looks I like just... I'm not in the reality where you believe in the multiverse then. <laughs> that's right. Very good. All right, any let's wrap this one up. Any summaries or anything? Anything else in the media in general that happened? Like, no. I mean, I found um, on goat.com.au, I found that sort of timeline for the NBN and how it should have gone. So I'll put that in the um, at the end of our little spreadsheet that we, or our little shared document we go on and we can read off of. But really what I'd probably say is there's a lot of call out there to, you know, oh, we're all in this together and we've got to support each other. And I think support each other within the community, great. That all makes perfect sense. We should absolutely be supporting each other in the community and with our physical actions. But for the people who got us into this situation, like our leaders, we should not be supporting those people in our online presence, in the way we vote, in the support that we give them. I mean, we need to hold mm-hmm. them to account. So Accountable. That, yeah, that annoys me as well. Like, no one is, – is there ever anyone going, yeah, fucked up? Like, it's always pointing elsewhere, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of pointing. I mean, we've got, we've got ten dumb. fingers, buddy. That's a lot of pointing to do. Like, especially – it's like it's like they don't have any policy – and all they do is go, oh, but Labor did this. Labor said that. I feel like that's all they do. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a fair it's a fair assessment. This is the one time your feelings are valid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think uh, yes, support each other in the community with everything going on, but hold the higher ups to account and don't let them forget. And then show it when you vote next time. Excellent. Because this is this is a this is a this is more than just states because, I mean, the federal government is sort of supporting and trying to prop up these states that are making the wrong decisions if they're liberal-controlled states. So it's 
it's a the, um, bigger issue than that. The approval for the whatever the scheme in his job keeper or the new like you know Sydney got approved way quicker than Victoria mm-hmm. for the, the extra funding. That's right. That what you're sort of talking about as well. Yeah. And um, even in the the messaging that they're delivering to each other, like uh, it was a couple of days ago, Scott Morrison was saying, if there's anyone that I would be trusting to deal with this most recent outbreak, it's the New South Wales government. Whereas earlier they were saying, I'm deeply worried about the state of Victoria. Just some of the messaging they're doing as well. Yeah, that, and then and it's also getting to that point now in, um, you'll see in the newspapers that mixed messaging and then like they're saying, oh, we're sick of the finger pointing and all that kind of stuff where it's the newspapers are the one that have been doing all the finger pointing. And then as soon as it gets pointed back to the liberal government, they're like, oh, no, no, let's not, you know, point fingers like that. Classic 1984 double think and double speak. But I wanted to end on a positive note or something that I saw that was positive that they pop up on my Twitter occasionally. The I don't know if you've seen them. The Sikhs that give out the free food. I have heard about them a bit. Go on. Yeah, I, I just wanted to give them a shout out. I think that's really cool um, and supportive. Like they have this little f- van that pops up. I think I retweeted them once. I'm just trying to look them up now. It's like Sikhs. I can't even spell Sikhs. Sikhs on wheels? I don't think that's it, but that's a pretty Sikhs cool name. Skids. Uh, but it's yeah, these Sikhs that have this free meal van, and I think they go around giving out free meals, which is really nice. Just wanted to say, you know, that a tie back into that community and looking after each other. Yeah, we'll we'll put a link in our um in this episode's description for you to go support them or see the good work that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, or even if you need a free meal. Yeah. Um, and I mean, also a lot of not necessarily just Sikhs, but also churches also, I think, have those free meal handouts. And I think you can do like, so I guess it would be like a click and collect or, you know. A contactless sort of pickup system. Pick up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if those people do need those, if there are people that need that sort of help, I'm not a very churchy person myself, but I have used those services before in the past. So Sometimes it's just an, uh, some people don't know about it. So sometimes it's nice to be aware of those things. Well said. Yeah. Have you got anything else to say, my friend? If you see or know a removalist, spit on them for me. (laughs) Ah, yes. Very good. (laughs) Nah, they're not all bad. Just the ones from Sydney. <laughs> Just the ones from Boo South Wales. Boo South Wales. <laughs> All right, stay safe and stay informed. Ah, oh, no, I changed my my closing. What, was it deny, deny, deny? In That's my opinion. <laughs> in my opinion, this alleged podcast is perhaps finished. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping.